All right, folks, welcome back to the Gym Rat Podcast. This is part two. Uh, we released part one earlier of our history of the Claremont Express football team. Uh, and I'll be walking you through part two here. Uh, but first, look, we got a lot of feedback on part one. So I uh, want to tackle some of the things that, that we heard back from, from all of you uh, and make sure we set the record straight in a few areas. So um, first of all, uh, the first thing of feedback was the length of, of the podcast. And look, it was a little longer than we would have liked. Uh, but uh, really wanted to dive into some of those early years because, frankly, no one else remembers those early years. So uh, by, by, by diving into 2010, 2011, set the record straight, and now no one's going to talk about them again, but there's a, an oral history of it. Uh, so, so sorry, not sorry. Uh, number two, um, look, a uh, lot of pushback about Gabe Shaper. Um, people felt it was a tough pod for Gabe. Not my intention at all. Uh, was not trying to put Gabe on blast at all. And if that's how folks interpreted it, my apologies. Um, I love Gabe. Uh, went to battle with Gabe on numerous occasions over the course of several years, as I said. Wouldn't have done that unless I loved Gabe. Um, but let's look at the facts. Look, he when, when you do the gunslinger thing in a five-on-five setting, it's just difficult. It's just, it just is. And um, so don't mean to be critical. Gabe was awesome. Won us a ton of games. Got us you know, in a finals and a couple semifinals and played really well. So don't mean to be overly critical of Gabe, love Gabe. And, um, just want to thank him for all his service. Uh, I, I do think that he did steal one of my, uh, my Xbox controllers though. And I, I don't think I've ever followed up with him on that one, but, but besides that love Gabe. So, so thanks Gabe. Uh, don't, didn't mean to be critical. Uh, third one had a lot of questions about why uh, Tim and Austin were on some teams there. So wanted to clarify Austin, um, first part there he he was only on the first couple dark horses basketball teams then took a couple years off the express really because he was focusing on high school football and track and then he went off to college at Arizona State and then up in in NorCal so he really wasn't in the picture for a few years he was our friend obviously but but not in the in the football basketball picture though he did play that one tournament uh in 2011 Uh, and then Tim in in August 2010 Tim had gone down to San Diego to be to try to try to do the soccer thing at a at a JC down there so he wasn't available uh, but he came back after a semester and was on the basketball and then was was in the fold rest of the way until about 2012 there was about a year where he wasn't in the fold because he went to join the Marines and obviously thank you for your service Tim uh, but that's why he wasn't uh, was in the fold so Tim and Austin you know very famous song about those two obviously my best friends um, that was very famous and and whatnot we don't need to dive into but but yeah so no one was disinvited to just that was a story on Tim and Austin. And then the, the last point people were asking about, which, look, I forgot, so I've got to throw it in there, is is Brian Avant. So uh, that 2012 season, the last thing I touched on there, we had that season uh, in Riverside where it was really hit and miss. People were really inconsistent besides the core group. Uh, and one week we were so un- uh, short-manned that we had to ask Brian Avant to be on the team. Now, Brian did track and cross country, solid athlete, but whereas I said JP had never played football, I'm pretty sure uh, Brian Avant had never watched football before. I mean, he wouldn't know football from cribbage, and it was very clear early on. So that was rough. I mean, and we had to throw him out there, play like the entire game at corner and receiver. So that was bad. And we got just smoked and just, just you know, smile and nod and, and get through it. So that was that team. That was rough. That's how 2012 ended. Then we did that tournament that late that summer, uh, lost in the semis, like I said. And that was actually that 2012 tournament in Irvine was the last tournament we ever did for football. So 
and that leads us into the rest of the story. So uh, I'm going to jump into the rest of the pod. Just want to clarify some things at the top. Thanks everyone for listening. Um, and, and let's do this thing. Uh, but first, stock music. Okay, so we're in it. It's 2013. Um, we were really in it for basketball. It had a tough basketball season. People know the hay op season. The um, Miles came back to the team. Don't need to litigate that. It's been talked about. So we did flag football. We tried to get a season going, and this was the, the beginning of the, the gentleman season. So we tried to do something called the gentleman was the name of the team. It was a flag football team in 2013, and it was going to play uh, in Riverside, and it was going to be that main core group, myself, Ryan, Chris, Tabriz, Tim, plus a few wild cards. We had Eric Ardianis, Jeremy, I think Doc Ray was involved, and we even had Daniel Kessler in the loop to be the quarterback. I mean, there's a Facebook page that exists still of this where it's all documented. Um, and it was going to it was gonna play, I think, late summer. But the league kept getting pushed back. It was really weird. Um, that, that was a big red flag. Uh, also, we chose the name The Gentleman, which I might have thought of, but not a great, great name, really, in retrospect. Cool mustache logo, but not great. Um, that's a red flag. Usually the only other time we've deviated from the Express was the Hitmen. You know how that ended. So The Gentleman really... It never uh, got off the ground. Uh, Lee kept getting pushed back. Uh, although everyone, we did pay for, for jerseys. Well, we paid for shirts. There's there's photo evidence. Chris and I went to Walmart and bought pink shirts because we were going to wear pink jerseys. And that was going to be the gentleman jerseys. Just a total mess. Uh, those pink jerseys in a box still might be in Ryan's room uh, on Mary Grove. So not sure what the story is there. But that was the end of that. The season never even started. It got started. I remember the last thing I remember is that like week one, like we, we were like, Hey, we're not doing it. But like week one, Eric Arianas and his friends who like weren't even going to be on the team, like showed up to the park in Riverside and he called me. And this was a midweek league, by the way, which was another terrible idea. And it was like a Wednesday night. And I was like at dinner with my parents and he was like, Hey, where is everybody? And I was like, we're not playing. And he's like, well, well, I'm here playing with these guys. <laughs> I was just, it was confusion. I've never actually got clarity on what happened. Uh, and how they were playing, what team they were on. But yeah, so that was kind of the end of that. And that was kind of the end of Eric Arianes and, and Kessler ever possibly being on the team. So to be clear, Kessler has never actually played uh, a down for us in, in any sport for the Express. So there's that. Um, 2014. Uh, so yeah, 2013, didn't play football at all. Failed season. 2014, won a basketball championship. Uh, have you heard about it? Uh, and so we're really the definition of we do rest on our laurels. So after we won in 2014, we did not come back and uh, and play the uh, any football or anything else that year. We just kind of celebrated and eventually made a documentary. Have you heard about it? Uh, and so that led to 2015. Get a flag football season. Very famous. Uh, this was the, the journey for two because um, we had won our, our basketball on the quest for one. Now journey for two. Uh, season started off with a massive success. Uh the day of the very first week, I actually got engaged. Um, and Chris heroically took the pictures of the engagement in Laguna Beach and then drove. And the engagement was at like 5 o'clock. And somehow he made like a 6.30 game. I don't know how he did that. Um, and he must have got speeding tickets, which I don't want to know about. But uh, but he was a hero. Great pictures. And then he went and played in the game. That was the only week I missed. Probably like the only week I've ever missed for the Express, to be honest. But a good cause. Um, so... 
yeah, we, uh, so the story of that team that year, real quick, want to set the stage. We had, we had myself, we had Ryan there at safety and receiver. Um, we had Chris, um, again, you know, Chris was, uh, played at Upland High, four-year player at University of Laverne. So really valuable, really consistent dude, uh, especially uh, on defense, whether he's playing corner or linebacker. Um, we had Tomka. This was the first Brandon Tomka season. Brandon played with Chris at Upland and then uh, went and played at Chafee for a few years. Um, and I heard he tried to start a team at Cal State LA, but just didn't didn't happen. But but he was really consistent player at corner and safety and, and fill in at receiver. Um, and then this uh, this ended up being actually the first Alex Stewart season. Uh, Stu went to Braille Linda and we met him through through Chris at Laverne, and uh, and he was on the team, played four years football at Laverne, defensive lineman, and he came in and stepped into that center role, uh, so that was really exciting, uh, and uh, and Stu was was great there filling in at center. Today's episode of the Gym Rat Podcast is presented by Roundtable Pizza. Visit your local Roundtable Pizza today to experience their reopened indoor dining and enjoy one of their classic offerings, like the King Arthur Supreme. Featuring pepperoni, Italian sausage, salami, mushrooms, green peppers, onions, black olives on zesty red sauce. Or my personal favorite, large half pepperoni, half barbecue chicken. Become a Roundtable Pizza World Rewards member today at roundtablepizza.com. We're also proud to announce Roundtable Pizza is an official sponsor of the 2021 Claremont Express. Roundtable Pizza. Pizza royalty. Once again, just thrown in a possibly unnecessary disclaimer uh but just to avoid possibly getting a weird email or something uh not getting paid by roundtable for this just really love roundtable uh so much that we put their logo on the front of our jerseys for this season because again we love them grew up loving them we'll continue to love them uh roundtable you're the best again not paid for this Love you guys. So there's really three things I want to focus on with this 2015 team. And look, I think there's going to be a bunch of follow-up podcasts diving into some of the highlights of the season because, spoiler alert, we won the championship. Uh, But just want to touch on high-level three things. One uh, was the quarterback controversy, or lack thereof, I guess. Uh, Going into the season, we didn't really have uh, a quarterback identified, so Austin kind of volunteered to step into that role. Uh, knowing full well he wasn't a quarterback, and so I give Austin a lot of credit for for doing that, uh, to be honest. And he, you know, did admirably. But uh, I know the team was still was struggling those first couple weeks. I mean, week two we played this team from RCC uh, Junior College, and they were like an all star team, and they dominated us, and it was discouraging for sure. But uh, we were definitely kind of in a in a tough spot there um, at quarterback. And you know, Austin was like, "Hey, I'm open to to other people to, to fill in that role." And uh, honestly, uh, we didn't know who it was going to be. You know, I know Ryan kind of has the best uh, arm in the group with his baseball background, but, you know, he's he's our wide receiver, man. He's like our, uh, you know, uh, Jerry Rice meets Steve Largent. You know, he's like our, our dude there. So, you know, couldn't really take him from, from wide receiver. So uh, we ended up, uh, you know, asking around. I'm terrible, uh, as proven uh, in the past, uh, but out of nowhere, our quarterback was playing cornerback for us. It was number 13, Christopher Mora. Yes, Chris Mora, the host of the first two podcasts, stepped up out of nowhere and became our quarterback. And he really was just the opposite 
of uh, of the gunslinger that I said Gabe was. He was in control, picking his spots, dominating the, those short routes, you know, our slants, drags, outs, just so accurate, and it just really played to our strengths. I mean, honestly, he was kind of like 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 a latter day uh, Rich Gannon, you know, that that Super Bowl Rich Gannon who just was so precise and on the money and limiting those mistakes uh, and and clutching the pocket. Uh, yeah, that's that's what I'd say. Uh, a latter day Rich Gannon. Uh, and did I mention he's a Raiders aficionado? Uh, but point was, uh, Chris did such an awesome job. Uh, we got through the season. And uh, and we were like, you know, kind of like a 500 team or so. Uh, I know there was one kind of awkward moment where Stu couldn't be there and Austin kind of had to step in and play center and that didn't go well. We won't litigate it. We already had one center controversy we talked about in part one. We don't need to talk about it again in part two, but it happened uh, and, and it was all good. Stu was back the next week. So again, like we're like a 500, maybe a little bit lower team, but much better when Chris took over. Then something not great happened and that leads to point number two. And that is Ryan, who I've been talking up here. He got hurt. He he messed up his knee. And we would later find out he tore his ACL. Uh, and uh, as we know, that's not a great injury, specifically for a sport like football. Suboptimal. So uh, Ryan tears his ACL um, towards the end of the year. But you know what? He kept playing. I mean, it's just an all-time move. He kept playing with a torn ACL. And I remember when he went down to hurt his knee, I was like, you know, he doesn't really get hurt that often, but I was like, yeah, he'll be fine. And then it's like, yeah, I'm going to have to get surgery on this after the season. Not great. But uh, he played through it until he was like, hey, I can commit to just defense only. And he played corner kind of on one side of the field, locked down, went from safety to corner, locked down, like I said, and, and, and nailed it. So that was just awesome to see. Uh, kind of one of the leaders, one of the co-founders of the Express, stepping up with a torn ACL. Uh, yeah, there's really no no comparison on that one. We all have minor injuries, but that was a, a pretty big one that he had to get surgery on after the season. So uh, that was no small thing. So in the playoffs, uh, he, he, he had shifted down to, to cornerback. Uh, and uh, that kind of leads to number three, which was our epic playoff run. So there were nine teams in the league that year, and we finished eighth, or like tied for eighth, whatever that means. But uh, that's not where you want to be, but but they, they split the league into two divisions. So there was the top four were in division one, bottom five were in division two. So we were the, technically then fourth out of the five teams in D2. And we had to play in like a four or five playing game to start the playoffs that night. Uh, and then into a, uh, into a, you know, we knew that we would have to win three games to, to win the championship. Uh, we were there, we were, we, we were decked out in our, uh, uh, at that point we were various different uh, Marvel heroes uh, in DC Comics, and I think we had, like, a, a an anime, like a Dragon Ball Z, um, but, uh, you know, we killed it, um, that first game, I remember the very first play, I got a pick six at linebacker, which was a good omen, because that doesn't happen often, and then from there, it was just a miracle run, and, and honestly, I'll, I'll leave the, the in-depth conversations to further pods, because I feel like everyone on the team has a story from that day, but we won the first game, it was close, Second game against the one seed, we blow them out. I mean, it's just a shutout, dominant win. And then the third game against the two seed, a team that looked way better than us, um, we dominated them. It was something crazy, like 35-7 or something. Uh, it was just a, a monster win. Everyone had a moment. Literally everyone. Chris was on the money at quarterback. Tim, dominant at receiver. Debreeze, 
was just weaving in and out of the defense, doing a great job at receiver. Austin had an iconic fourth down play. Stu had a wheel route at center. Tomka was making plays on defense. Uh, and uh, and I had a, a, some good plays. It was a great day. It was a great day. And I look forward to hearing more stories from other people because I don't want to steal those. They were. It was a special day. We ended winning the championship. Such a great memory. The quest, for, the journey for two is complete. No trophy though. That I do have to mention. That did suck. Why is it that whenever we win, we don't get trophies? Everyone, these leagues have pictures of trophies. It's like the biggest trophies I've ever seen. It's like replica Super Bowl. Everyone has rings suddenly and like custom T-shirts. Yeah, when we win, it's like you can get a picture maybe, or we have to like send them a picture afterwards. I digress. We won the championship though. It was an awesome moment. Went to Applebee's after. A lot, a lot more from there that we'll dive into in the future. But um, the the next big thing uh, really was, you know, after that season, we rested on our laurels again. Um, Ryan had have ACL surgery, so we didn't do another express sport uh, until fall 2016, like late summer 2016. We were well over a year off. I got married. Everyone, you know, was kind of settling into their adult life. Um, and we didn't do a basketball season until late summer 2016. And then their football season until January 2017. And that leads into our final topic, which is the, the 2017 season. Uh, I'll just kind of high level touch on it. Um, that was a year that I would say uh, same roster uh, as before. People started missing a few more games than usual, but, uh, but we looked good. Our offense was good. Our defense was solid. Uh, and, uh, and I think the league had a f- a, a, some fewer teams, maybe like seven, six or seven teams. But essentially, uh, some highlights. Number one was actually a low light. Uh, there was like this one game where the other team was super physical. They were way bigger than us. They killed us. And they were like being super physical. Like dudes were getting punched in the face on our team. Like like Tabriz got just like almost decapitated. It was not fair. Uh, Ryan got hit in the fa- face. Other dudes were getting hit in the face. It was crazy. Um, yeah, it was not ideal. Fortunately, Ryan's dad was there. And I always feel safe with Ryan's dad. Just... That's probably a longer story, but, uh, yeah, it was like getting crazy intense. So that wasn't ideal. Um, number two, uh, highlight was actually a highlight. It was last game of the year. We played a really good team and we were super short, short man. Um, no tab, no Tim. We get down 19 to zero and let's just say we came back and won. It was like a miracle comeback. We totally figured out like a loophole in their defense where if you ran like a, a deep, post and kind of turned into an out like a 15 yard kind of crossing the field you would be wide open every time so we just kept running that and like we all scored touchdowns and we won like 28 26 or something it was like ridiculous comeback win easily my favorite football game we've ever played and i think we all had just the most fun it was just crazy intense um that was the season i also got an interception and then like the quarterback like decked me that wasn't great either i got the wind knocked out of me that wasn't great, but we did win that game too. Everyone was playing awesome. So, um, that led to then, uh, the last highlight I'll say about the 2017 season championship. Uh, essentially there were, they put three teams in division two. We were the one seed, so we didn't have to play anyone. So we just went straight to the championship two, three played. We play that team that we played in the last regular season game. We play them in the championship, but they have a totally different squad. Okay. They have a new guy, a ringer. All right. And he played, uh, college football at university of massachusetts scary dude massive i mean if austin's our biggest dude this guy had like three inches on austin uh so that wasn't great and then number two austin wasn't there he 
I don't know what he was doing, but he wasn't there and that wasn't great. So uh, we were down Austin. Everyone else had to kind of step up their receiver. They had this dude who was making one-handed catches. Like they put him at center and he would be running like fades. It was ridiculous. But the game was a total classic. Uh, we scored a bunch of points, a couple of the highlights. Um, like towards the end of the game, they scored a touchdown. They go for two. Ryan stops the two-point conversion. They then call pass interference on him. Again, it was a tough play, front corner of the end zone. Uh, I think it was a bad call, to be honest. But they call him for PI, and then they get to redo the down, and they get the two. So that was a big play, but we got totally screwed there. Then we drive down the field in the last drive. Um, some controversy here that I'll, I'll, I'll delegate to others. I'll just say that that there, that uh, number five, T- Timothy Christensen, uh, took himself out uh, on the last play of the game. Now, he was confused about whether this was the last play or not. We're going to need to get him on the pod to litigate this because I, I don't know the full story. But uh, I was get there, so I guess I do know the full story, but I want to hear them talk about it more than me. But um, he wasn't on the field. We end up scoring. Like, Ryan scores a touchdown. It was an amazing play. Chris found him. Kind of Ryan ran across back of the end zone. Chris finds him, scores a touchdown. They call a holding penalty on Stu. Total BS. Bad call. We get screwed for the upteenth time. I mean, like the 3,000th time in all these leagues we've been screwed. And the refs were like buddies with the college dude from the other team. It was weird. There was like an age gap too. Like these refs are in their 40s and this college dude's like 21. Like how are they so close? This is crazy. Was that like their uncle or something? I don't know. We lose. Um, we had to redo fourth down. We don't get it. We lose the game. Total heartbreaker. But good times. Uh, and that's kind of where we left football. 2017. Uh, 2018, we did soccer. We lose. Uh, we don't make the playoffs. 2019, we do soccer again. We win the championship. 2020, which might have been the year to bring football back or basketball or something, COVID hits. And now we're in 2021. We're back in Irvine, back with X-Flag football. And yeah, much more to come. But I just want to thank everyone for, for letting me, me do this one. Um, Producer Bacon, awesome job. I know you have a little bit of work uh, chopping this up, but thanks again. And last, I just want to thank ShamWatch. For, for letting me go through and, and describing this history on this platform. You do such a critical job for the Express covering us uh, to the best of your ability, and uh, I really appreciate this. So looking forward to more pods to come. Get uh, get Chris back on here, get Ryan on here, and get the rest of the Express. Uh, it's going to be a blast. So, so thanks again, everyone. Go Express. Hashtag War for Four.